Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. Tom, you said, I'm not a product of my circumstances. I'm a product of my decisions. What does that actually mean to a state agent? What I'm saying is that every decision and every action and every thought you've had prior to this moment has got you where you are now. And that you shouldn't have a victim mentality to say, you know what, circumstances in my life have created it. My parents brought me up the wrong way. Um, I got ripped off by my business partner. Uh, I'm actually ugly looking. Um, I actually didn't go to a good school. What I'm saying is that things get better by choice, not by chance. And that you have the ability to make decisions that change the course and direction of your life. Yes, I agree that if you were born in Somalia versus being born in London, that maybe the cards you've been dealt have been different and one would say better. But what I'm saying is as a human being, like right now, if there's an estate agent that's sitting in an office that's whinging and complaining. Hey, if you don't like it, fix it, right? Fix it. How do you fix it? Well, great news. You're not a tree. You can move, right? You can make a decision, right? So stop whinging. So what I'm saying is that if you're fortunate enough to have been the odds of one in 400 trillion and to have been conceived as a human being on this planet, you have the luxury of being able to make a decision in your life. So stop whinging and complaining and talking about your genetics or your parents or, you know, the school or the education or the office you're working for and take personal responsibility and do something about it. Employing millennials in a state agency, do you have the same issue that an awful lot of people in the UK have employing them in Australia? Yeah, the challenge that we've got is, and I don't know who it is, Christopher, but someone has lied to a big group of people and told them, you don't have to work hard, you've just got to work smart. So there's this group of people who are uh, millennials who have been told, don't worry about the hustle. Don't worry about the grind. You can use technology to cut through all of that and you won't have to work hard. And that is an absolute lie because technology is there to complement, not substitute. And um, what I find is this, that a lot of millennials struggle with the concept that you've got to put in a decade of solid work to build a career that is going to far outweigh being a footballer, which is only going to last 15 years, and you can get a 40-year career in property. I'm very mindful of it myself because I've got, I, I come from a background where my parents 
um, from a financial perspective, had very little, right? That we had unbelievable love, but we had like very little money. And what that created is this unmet need in me wanting money because I saw money as being something that would give me freedom. Ironically, it hasn't worked out exactly that way because, you know, one of the things I've learned is when you build a business that's based on your brand, freedom is something that you might lose because everyone wants you. Of course they do. Because you're the product. Yes. Right? I'm not an Apple shop, right? I'm the product. So what actually happens is, ironically, the goal that I wanted, which is freedom, is something that I is still elusive to me. And do, you, do you like the adulation? Uh, I used to like it a lot more than before. It, okay. Like to now, look, because you have to understand there's haters as well as admirers. Okay. And what I've learned is this people are going to judge you. So you just do your own thing. Do you think? I never look at it. I never, I, okay. I, I haven't looked at a feedback sheet on at a conference event for a decade. Chris, here's the deal the deal is this if, you, if you've told a kid that everything is good, everything is fine, and they are brought up that way, and then all of a sudden they're 25, 30, and they're being smashed in the marketplace, and they start thinking, you know what? I'm the problem. I can see why they're the problem. They start thinking to themselves, hey, I always thought I was great. My parents told me I was great, but it, 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 it appears that I'm not great. I'm being smashed by other people. Um, I think that if you're an employer, what you do is that you prospect, like your estate agents are prospecting for listings. If you're an employer, what you're doing is you're prospecting for that young estate agent, that young guy or girl that has that look in the eye that basically says, um, I might not win today, I might not win tomorrow, but I will win. That you are out on the, the hustle, hunting and prospecting for that group of people. That's what you should do. Um, it's a lot easier to actually find someone that's got high motivation, low skill, train them, than actually finding someone that's got low motivation and high skill. I do my best. I've got two daughters. You know, I've got two daughters. I've got no no boys, and um, I'm doing my damn best to help my daughters understand that um, the fact that they were born as a female in no way affects their ability to compete. Um, it certainly affects their ability. I mean, I don't believe that they're going to have the equivalent ability to play um, uh, as... as they, they can't be as good a striker as Harry Kane, but they certainly can be the best striker in the English women's national team, right? But from a real estate perspective, where um, physical strength, is actually not the KPI and it's the amount of conversations you have every day and the quality of those conversations, what sex you are has nothing to do with how good you're going to be. Firstly, how can they get over their fears? Whether you're in lettings or whether you're in sales, people are not looking for a friend. They're looking for their problem to get solved. So don't use friend as your strategy.
What you want to do is be a heavy hitter that gets a result for it. So number one, take away this belief in your head that the way you're going to get business is because you're their mates, right? They're not looking for mates. They've got mates. They're looking for someone to solve their problem. That's the first thing. The second thing is on this ability to handle rejection and failure. You need to have a belief that failure and rejection are not the opposite of success, that they are in fact part of success. So when you actually factor that into your model, like a bank factors bad debts, what happens is life is so much easier because when something bad happens and someone says, you know... It's like losing a property to the competition. Correct. It, It kills them. Never let perfect get in the way of better, right? What we're saying is you're far better off doing more work than trying to make everything 10 out of 10, right? Very important rule. Um, The second rule is, look, I've got a golden rule. I make rejection my best friend. I realize that every day I'm going to have people that are going to turn around and they're going to, if they don't say it literally, I'm going to feel it in body language. They're going to sort of say, nah, stuff him, he's not for us. And I've already accepted that because I know that not every piece of business is for me. So I think, I think, um, I think that you know some airlines are suited. Like some people fly Ryanair because they fly Ryanair, and you know they're not for British Airways, right? And I think that you know some people. will um, stay at, you know, the Hilton Hotel and some people will stay at the Ibis Hotel and there's a market for everyone. So don't get offended if they don't stay at your hotel. Tom, too many agents are worried sick about increasing their fees due to a lack of property sales. How do they get over that fear? I think if you're an estate agent, you've got to go in to a listing presentation with the view that another estate agent is going to charge zero. And then, I know that sounds weird, and I know it probably doesn't happen, but you need to go in with the premise that potentially someone's prepared to charge zero. And that your job is to be so good that they basically give you a standing ovation. It's a metaphor that I'm using to explain that you've got to be so good that if you have decided that your fee is going to be 2.5%, not 1.5% or 1%, and that the client that you're presenting to actually feels like you're 5% better. So hypothetically speaking, let's assume that you're 5% better, but you're 1% dearer, that client's still 4% better off. So what you want to start doing is start demonstrating to a client you have a process, you have a strategy, that is actually going to potentially give them 4% better off being value. So number one, I would say is um, pick you. If you're an estate agent, pick you before they pick you. Because if you don't pick you, they're not going to pick you. A bit like love yourself. You can't look. You can't expect someone to love you if you don't love yourself. Correct. Mm-hmm. What's the second? The second thing is, if you haven't been prospecting, 
and you haven't had people in your pipeline mm -hmm. with lots of opportunities, and you go to a valuation, and the client says, I want to go with you, Chris, but I'm only going to pay you 1%. And you're sitting there, and you look at your Outlook calendar, and you say, wow, I've got no listings, I've got nothing coming in, and I've got someone that wants to give me their business at 1%. You know what? You're desperate. Desperate people take that business. However, if you've been the hardworking estate agent that has been doing two hours of prospecting a day, mm -hmm. and you have got a pipeline of opportunities, and what happens is the client says to you, I want you to do it at 1%, you're not desperate. And you know what you say? I'm not for you. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next